0: Hey, hey, stay. How's it going?
1: Hello. It's good. I'm enjoying a nice London evening. (laughs) How about you?
0: Recovering from a week-long vacation, so I'm trying to, you know, get back into the swing of things today. It's kind of my... We traveled back yesterday, so today's kind of the first day back.
1: Nice. You were to Lake Tahoe, if I remember right. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Me and... uh, My wife and I and six friends kind of just rented a big cabin there for a week and just hung out, uh, played some games, went out on the lake, went swimming, (laughs) explored the area. It it was fun.
1: That sounds like a dream. I mean, how was it? Yeah?
0: It was nice. It was also like uh, 50 to 80 degrees. So it was like, even even at the hottest times of the day if you were in the shade it was like comfortable because it would be like 70s in the shade so as long as you weren't like right in the brightest sun um it was it was a lot better than here where in salt lake where it's like 100 degrees today still so yeah it was it was nice to get away from uh from the city for a little bit
1: yeah geez that sounds great and was the (laughs) cabin like really remote was it like in the middle of the woods or somewhere
0: like that it was next, in the woods, yeah. but it was still like 10 minutes away from the lake. So we were we were pretty close by, but we didn't have to worry about anyone really too close to us. I mean, there were still like, an, it was still a neighborhood. So there was like sporadic houses, but it wasn't like houses right next to each other.
1: Wow, that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah, I heard about Lake Tahoe from... A lot of American movies, everybody seemed to be going to Lake Tahoe on vacation. So that's why I got stuck in my head. So <laughs> I bet it's like really, really nice. I searched for pictures and yeah, it looks amazing. Uh,
0: yeah. Was
1: it, uh, could you take a like, dip in the lake? Is it that kind of lake?
0: Yeah, it's it's huge. And I guess it's like the closest like big freshwater lake to, you know, San Francisco Los Angeles, you know, it's still, like, a, still a dry from those places, but it's, uh, or, like, Vegas, because it's, like, right on the border with Nevada, um, but yeah, the lake itself is massive, like, it took us, it takes two hours to drive around it, so it's, it's pretty big, and, uh, yeah, we took out a boat, and, um, there were areas we were swimming, and it's, like, you know, 50 feet down below us, and, like, mostly clear freshwater, wow. um, uh, so I, you know, tried to see how far down I could dive and about like 20 feet down. I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's can't, great. Can't even see anywhere close to the bottom.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that scared me. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, very <laughs> intense. <laughs> I watched oh, yeah, that. No, uh, yeah. There's that um, new uh, series uh, on Netflix about, it's a documentary about, uh an Italian woman who does deep diving without Mm -hmm. any tank and this like dives up to, I mean down to 50 meters or more. And yeah, (laughs) watching that, it felt like it was terrifying when they got (laughs) up, they were like almost fainting. So yeah.
0: Wow. I, I don't know how people do it. Like my, my head felt like it was about to explode (laughs) from being 20 feet down and that's like seven meters.
1: Oh wow! So, wow, that's still. I mean, I wouldn't go down seven meters. I'm a good swimmer.
0: Seven I meters seems like
1: a loss. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so lesson learned. <laughs> yeah, lesson learned.
0: Uh, <laughs> stick to stick to ten feet and up closer to the surface than that. I yeah. But but it also made me wonder, like in those kinds of documentaries where they're doing it in like a like a pool that's designed to be like um, really deep for like a really limited area. I wonder how the pressure is different in a setup like that than in a in a lake or in, like, a, an ocean where you have pressure coming from, like, every side versus there. You only have the water that's above you. So I wonder if yeah they're able to do it beca- in those kinds of situations because the pressure is not Yeah, it's got to be
1: better. It's got to be better. But this one, the documentary, was actually, like, deep-sea diving. So they actually did it in the <laughs> sea and the ocean. So, yeah, uh, there's a rope that they... Uh, Used to pull themselves by. And uh, again, when they go up, uh, they use the rope. But uh, the thing is, it's so extreme that on the last stretch, they just faint and you can just see them grabbing the rope and then they just go and they have some divers who come in and actually pull them up because they're fainting and they're, that's the another sport I want to do. (laughs)
0: I yeah i not fun
1: as a uh, hobby
0: yeah yeah i think I think I'm gonna nope out of that one <laughs> real fast <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, uh yeah
1: that's really good yeah I'm really glad you know it was a nice vacation <laughs> it sounds amazing uh yeah a cabin in the woods i mean it's yeah what you well. so that's that's cool
0: <laughs> what have uh, what have you been up to this last week?
1: Well, mostly parenting. Uh, you know, getting coffees, making coffees. At home, I got one of those espresso machines, so I'm making flat whites. I'm mastering the art of like doing those things. I'm not like that good, but I'm getting pretty decent. Yeah, and uh, yeah, hanging out with uh, the baby, and yeah, pretty for good. A flat,
0: for a flat white, is that steamed milk?
1: Uh, yeah, I got one of those semi-pro machines, the little ones, and uh, I got nice coffee, and you just put it in the thing over there, you steam the milk, it's got a milk steamer, and uh, it's, if you nail the coffee and the steam with the proper milk and the proper coffee, it's okay, but I had to experiment with a lot of different, I think, like five different coffees and uh, grinds uh, and about three types of milk until I got like a decent one. But now it's like <laughs> almost coffee shop grades flat white. So I'm nice. like saving money. I, you <laughs> know, the, 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 the investment curve of my espresso machine is slightly like um, going up, I guess, or down, <laughs> depending on the curve you're talking about, yeah.
0: <laughs> the the, the per-use expense is going way down the more you use it. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it, see?
0: <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I I never got to the point where I was able to make good, like, steamed milk. Like, I was always doing Americanos, just, like, hot water and, and espresso. That was my, my go-to drink when we had a espresso machine at work. Nice. But... The steam milk part was always always tricky to not burn.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, This one is automatic because you just put the uh, uh, little uh, kettle or whatever uh, underneath it, and you just leave it. Uh, And when it it's got a temperature sensor, sensor, so it stops. Uh, But uh, the manual ones are hard to so, yeah. Tough machines, lots of variables. I know why coffee people are the way they are. I met coffee <laughs> people and they always talk about coffee. I'm not gonna become one of those people, but uh, I understand, you know, the whole <laughs> thing of the hobby, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. nowadays we just do um, French press most days, but.
1: Uh... That works. That's what I did before, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's nice. I, when uh, when we were flying, we always go through the like uh, Delta Lounge at the airport, and they have one of those machines that it's just like click a button and get a cappuccino, click a button and get a latte. Nice. Is it good? <laughs> it's okay.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> like it's, it, it's, well,
0: it's better better than I would make.
1: <laughs> that's good. I mean, uh, yeah, you can go so wrong. Even I go, went to like good cafes like the. Uh, artisan ones. And I don't know when they put milk that's way too hot in the flat white. I mean, I don't want it's good, but you don't do that. It ruins the whole thing. So <laughs> if it's decent, then, then it's good. You can go so wrong with coffee. I didn't think you could go so wrong with coffee, but yeah, you can. One of my go-to... books on this. Yeah. <laughs> One of my go-to
0: orders you... is a yeah. Cortado also.
1: I love cortados. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's uh,
1: with less milk, right? Like flat whites. Yeah. It's like equal equal parts. Uh huh. But still a double shot.
0: I think so. I think so.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like cortados as well. (laughs) I remember like 10 years now, nobody even heard of flat whites. And all of a sudden (laughs) because of the Australians, I think that's where it came from, right? I guess. That's what I know. That's the story I'm sticking to. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And on the hardcover front, what's cooking? Should we give an update to
0: everyone? Yeah, let's see. What are, what have we been working on? Well, last week while I was traveling, kind of the, the one thing I uh, wanted to work on was, uh, how re- reviews from external sites are loaded into hardcover and uh, so the way we've been doing it is kind of the it's kind of a not great way <laughs> but it's worked so for instance someone imports their review from Goodreads or from um, any other site it's gonna have it could have a HTML in the review it could have markdown in the review or it could just be plain text with like um, break lines to indicate paragraphs. So our importer basically has to be able to like format any of those types of Markdown HTML or plain text and show it using um, just HTML. Like we have to convert the break lines to paragraphs or break lines. Um, We have to use italics. We have to use spoiler tags if they indicated something's a spoiler. And the way we've been doing that is we uh, kind of just send over the raw review that the person created to, like, the the web browser. And then in the web browser, we translate all of that, either HTML or Markdown or something else, into this JSON format. And then that JSON format, we combine that JSON format into our review. (laughs) So it's a very, like, multi-step process. And sometimes it doesn't, work right. Like formatting might be off. Um, sometimes, you know, people don't use the hierarchical, um, tags, like they might wrap an entire multi-paragraph in a italic tag, for instance. And sometimes okay. that might be stripped out because, you know, you can't have an I tag wrapping a paragraph tag. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think I've, seen a couple of like weirdly formatted reviews and I was wondering what was going on in, in the background. So that's how yeah. they get born.
0: Yeah, same way if sometimes there, there will be um, reviews that just have like a character that's repeating like um, star, 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 or maybe it's just like um, some other indicator that was be like a quote and maybe it has like multiple quotes because sometimes in one of those conversions, it added a, like a slash quote to, in front of the quote and then it duplicated mm. it and then it ran it through another process and it duplicated it again. Um, so now what I've been working on it is, uh, on the Ruby side, we actually are converting that to that JSON object. So that way when we send it back down to the client to show a review, all you have to do is like parse it and show it. And it, It ends up being a lot easier on the front end now, but it's moving all of that logic to convert their reviews into this, uh, um, it's called the the slate format uh, behind the scenes, which is a a big JSON um, tree that has different types of tags, like for paragraphs, for italic, bold, spoiler, and we can add our own things in there later. So this comes in as kind of pre-work for discussions, where, mm, nice. like, if if someone's um, working, if someone has a a review and they say, like, at, um, you know, Brennan Sanderson, we can have that indicate a link to that author mm. and we can show that in a different way in the review. Like, we could show a little avatar and the person's name, the author's name, like, in the review itself.
1: Oh, that's very interesting.
0: So it's, it's kind of preparing us for this... Uh, Slate format that we'll be able to use everywhere across the site for how we structure our discussions.
1: That's very good.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's been a it's been a fun project, but it's there's so many edge cases for like different reviews that people have imported with different things. Like Goodreads even has a structure where you can um, basically give a, a markdown block with a book ID and it'll link to that book ID. Okay.
1: So that's, so that's like very... one of the
0: things that we might do later. Yes. Yeah. So what we can do is when we import that, we can see if we have a book with that Goodreads ID in our system and create a link to that book in our system instead.
1: Hmm, that's nice. So we yeah, can I get like what you're saying. So basically it's like tagging books and showing them uh the way we did in the prototypes for discussions uh, at first
0: yeah i think goodreads uses them as like a a hover popover so like when you hover over that book in the um in a review it'll show you like a little info window about that book and you can click on it and go to it um but yeah Mm -hmm. how we how we show them is to be determined but at least we'll, yeah. we'll be able to create a a marker for the book, and then later on we can figure out how to how to show it
1: yeah, that's very good i uh I even sketched some ideas and some like touch on that. We can take a look at those uh, things uh, later if you want to uh yeah have a glimpse of uh, <laughs> it's very nice that we've been both like approaching this from uh you know the ends that's <laughs> yeah. You know, are <laughs> what we do. So that's, uh, that's been very, very nice. And uh, I've read that article that you sent, I was thinking that maybe uh, we can use this to actually go through it because there were some really interesting ideas. I mean, if you didn't have uh, any other uh, plans for, uh, for today's hardcover live, we could do that uh, because uh, yeah, the person who wrote it uh, made some like really interesting points. And uh, I think it would be good to sort of uh, deconstruct or uh, flesh out some of those points and see how they're uh, pertaining to what (laughs) we're doing for, for, for discussions. I think that would be like really interesting is the yeah. first person who I really made a very, very strong case for what we were planning to do, which doesn't usually happen. I mean, usually it's a nice to have, but uh, this was one of the uh, samples of uh, someone really wanting that as the next, uh, next thing. Uh, I can go ahead and uh, share the screen, and maybe we can, like, stop on some paragraphs.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. And and this is the article, What Do We Want from the Bookish Internet, by Molly Templeton. That was published on Tor.com. Yeah. It's a really great article. It was published Thursday, July 27th, so, like, uh, four days ago now. I... I read this and I immediately read all the comments and shared it on our discord because it, yeah, it was, it was putting into words a lot of like the problem I feel like we're also trying to solve, even though this doesn't explicitly give a solution to it. I feel like there's growing interest in this problem of like, how do we collaborate and communicate and discuss books on the internet? (laughs) It's kind of the the overarching problem. (laughs)
1: Yeah, really nicely uh, laid laid out. Uh, so uh, I think one of the points is that not one network, not Twitter or X right now, not Reddit, not Facebook, not uh, anywhere on the internet. Is there a place where you can actually have these conversations. There are places where they happen, like there's the book convo on Twitter, there's lots of uh, communities on Reddit, there's Facebook groups, but uh, it doesn't happen like in a place that's dedicated to books. There are all these millions of readers who've had to adapt these networks to their needs. And I think what's important is that there is a need and this article really like explores the, uh, I guess, uh, nuances behind that, uh, that need. It starts off with, uh, a lot of, uh, a really harsh, but very good review of, uh, what Twitter has become, uh, it's. Yeah, very spot on. It's what do you think of the uh, move, Adam? Because everything's happening so fast nowadays. Last time we talked, we were on Twitter. Now we are on X.
0: Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Yeah. I like how it kind of starts it as like one of the, one of the, there are multiple problems to figure out. And one of the problems is like, where do authors go to talk about their own books? And, you know, is it, their own website? Is it a Facebook group that they run? And is it Twitter? And Twitter is like the easiest one for like an author to just kind of be kind of a casual part of the conversation. They can be as involved or not involved as they want to. But even then, it's it's not like a, a deep discussion like like a Reddit AMA where you're like getting focused attention on a topic. It's more of like you're hanging out in the same city and occasionally you're going to hear them talk about something. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Really well put. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, For, for authors, it's like so harsh to (laughs) be a part of this, uh, uh, this place because not only they have to be like on every single network, they have to share stuff on Instagram. They have to share stuff on Twitter. They have to do, all that, I mean, how do you choose like a network to be, be part of, I really like this, uh, the, this, uh, paragraph where, uh, that's the thing that's pointed out, uh, that you are in a place where everything else is going on. And you just got like, make your own wiggle room, uh, in the like ton of uh, information that's uh, that's around there and this yeah Twitter should not be uh, necessary uh, yes yeah. uh, I mean <laughs> it hit home the authors shouldn't have to worry about doing this I've seen so many authors on Twitter just doing like a ton of like promotion and of course you know it's good for them to do this but uh, It's very often just like lost in the whole, uh, yeah, flux of things that's going on everywhere. It's
0: it's a completely different skill to be good at marketing than to be a good writer. And I don't envy authors who have to do both. (laughs) Yes. Yeah
1: yeah we know all about that
0: (laughs) yeah developing and marketing i mean it's two completely different skills so i yeah anything that we can do to help support authors without having them having to have them be marketers i feel like that's also a success
1: yeah 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 especially because uh you know, we are founders of, uh, of a startup. So I guess marketing would be like a thing that we just have to uh, do like we're doing now, uh, talking about hardcover. Uh, but for authors where it's, uh, I mean, I'm not saying development or design isn't an art form, but for authors, it kind of feels like, you know, you wouldn't need you really wouldn't need to do that. I mean, if you were like taking care of your art, your writing, uh, you should just have a place where you'd talk about it, put it out there and it would just happen to like spread because, uh, I-, I think it's still a distribution problem. So there are lots of, uh, good books, good authors that don't make it in the, you know, on the, Big headlines on social networks or whatever that equivalent is because not because they're like bad or uh, it's uh, poor writing or the books are not interesting but because they simply just don't get into the algorithm so uh, the, the, uh, I guess that maybe uh, relates to how the algorithm works because pushing your book is Almost always, you know, uh, you do promo, you write positive stuff. It's not generating controversy. If you're saying, I wrote this book uh, about, I don't know, it's a young author uh, uh, story, uh, young adult story about, uh, uh, yeah, a a couple somewhere. It's not going to generate the controversy that usually gets pushed up in the algorithm on places like Twitter or like Reddit or like Facebook or like everywhere else for for that matter. So the discourse, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, It seems like more often than not, the things that go viral for an author aren't things about their book. It's like just other funny quips that they've said or something else they've posted. And then people learn about them through that. And then they're like, oh, they're also an author. They have a book. (laughs) So it's almost like you have to be a personality online first in order to get that attention, and then you can promote something.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> uh, uh, of course, it works for some authors really well, but uh, I mean, how many does it work for? Is it one in 10? I mean, I'm <laughs> guessing like there are many authors out there who just like give up or they don't make it to their uh, reader base just because they have this kind of uh, of uh, of a distribution plot problem or maybe they don't even like get, uh, get 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 published or they don't don't have like any means to talk to i, I mean if i'm on twitter how do i uh, find I, i'm an author how, how 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 do i find people who might actually be interested in uh, uh what i'm writing i have no way of seeing uh, who those uh, readers are in the genre that i'm uh, writing uh i have no way of seeing what they've read before i have no way of talking to them it's very much a distribution problem i guess this is also what the article was about i like that uh
0: Yeah. They mentioned,
1: yeah, blogs. Yeah. What do you think about the, were you part of the blogosphere?
0: I, I feel like I've, I've been blogging since uh, I think my first blog was in 2000. So I've been, wow (laughs) I've, I've been blogging under, you know, different, different subjects, whether it's just writing about my life or like tech or programming or finance for for a while so but uh i felt like for me like that blogging side was always like writing kind of mostly in isolation until i found like communities of other bloggers and we kind of banded together um and i i think some of that happens in the book communities so like there are a couple good blog sites that allow contributions from multiple people but then you then it's kind of similar to posting your review on Goodreads. You're like you're putting your review on a a centralized place. I'd rather have a centralized place be a blog than you know a like a Goodreads. Um, but I I think there's something kind of in between where we're where we're trying to hit where people can like post their review on hardcover, give a canonical link to it, and it becomes kind of a two way street where like we're helping that blog get more views while also people are finding their content on hardcover. I feel like that space of connecting creators that are creating on other parts of the internet and like elevating their content. I feel like that's one of the things that we can really lean into because I don't think I've seen that on any other site aside from like you know like like Reddit has links to other sites. So, you know, if you're, if your link is very high on Reddit, then, um, you get a lot of attention or hacker news, that kind of sites. So it's like, how can we be that content aggregator in a way that's useful for external creators and for our audience as well?
1: Yeah, that's a very, uh, very, very good point. Um, being that, that, that place is what we're trying to, to achieve, I guess. Uh, there's a very big disconnect between uh, the book bloggers and the, their, their their blogs and the social network. So if we sort of become a mirror of those blogs, uh, that would greatly benefit them. I mean, I'm seeing hardcover as a place where you'd, uh feel safe doing that because of course there's there's platform if you have thousands of reviews on goodreads (laughs) and your profile gets suspended or if you uh if goodreads for some reason vanishes that content is gone plus you're basically like they own it. It's on their website, so uh, the mm-hmm. actual ownership of uh, the the content of uh, that people that readers write, which is very very variable, it belongs to the network. It belongs to Amazon. Uh, they can do whatever they want with it. They can delete it. I think federation. I guess that's like a step in that uh, direction because you kind of own the content. But that's at this point, I guess, only accessible to technical users. I know Threads has like an intention to move towards that, but let's see if they make it at all. Um, but there is definitely like this uh, this need to uh, ha- have some kind of ownership or at least like trust in uh, the place you are leaving your reviews on. Uh, And uh, I guess most sites, even uh, there are lots of places (laughs) right now where you can post book reviews. You can post them on TikTok. You can post video reviews. You can uh, post them on YouTube. You can uh, post uh, them on your book blog, which is on WordPress or whatever. Uh, You can post them on, I don't know, Substack. Uh, But... (laughs) uh, a place where you find all those kinds of reviews. So you go to a book. I, I think that th- this is the, the missing link uh, that would tie it together because there are lots of discussions about a book on 10 subreddits, uh, five Facebook groups, uh, and 10,000 tweets. Uh, you'd have to probably be an AI to be able to see all all, all, all of that content and uh, be able to like participate in it. There's no way you can do that. Uh, so this content is getting created. I think you know being a content creation platform is important, but as important as that uh, a content referencing platform would be like equally, useful and having that book so you go on a brandon sanderson book you go on misborn and you see all of those reviews from tiktok from uh people who wrote a review on hardcover from people who imported it from goodreads from people who have a book blog and they uh put it with a canonical url uh you have uh, youtube reviews in there. uh that's like a complete picture, and you you have that book page that book page is like the reference to all of these uh discussions the thing that ties them together uh I guess you don't find that i I think like this uh uh the article kind of hints towards that where was it? Let me see if i can uh so uh yeah, the attention spent to appreciate, yeah, all of the book blogs, yeah, that's like something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, th- this this idea, the star reviews, uh, uh, the way the other networks like reference books, uh, the way, you know, tracking is important, but this thing, an ongoing message-scrolling yeah. conversation. <laughs> I guess that's... Even for the people who don't want it, if they saw it, I think it would be interesting. I think they'd want to get in that. If they saw a discussion about one of their their, their favorite books, uh, linked somewhere, I guess that I think that would be enough for them to create a hardcover account and reply to someone especially if it's getting, they either like love what someone said or what someone said is getting on their nerves a lot. So uh, having that, I mean, that's a social media interaction. I guess social media kind of like favors like extreme reactions. So at least this isn't like, uh trolls and the the kind of stuff that happens on other networks. It's just about book content. And I think that's interesting. I mean that's sprawling conversation.
0: Yeah. I the more I think about like what what an ongoing massive sprawling conversation looks like, I was trying to like bucket it into two different categories with two different like types of um, like voting. So for instance, um, there's like, in my opinion, there's like short form and long form text. So short form text is like, um, Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon and things where kind of you're, you're predefined to a set number of characters and you don't really have like a title. (laughs) So it's kind Mm -hmm. of like it's individual posts about a thing. And then you kind of have forum style where it's like, you have a title and a body, and then you have comments on that. So like Reddit, Hacker News, um, even, even Facebook to an extent, Facebook would probably lean more towards that, even though it's kind of mm-hmm. a little bit in the middle. Cause I don't think most Facebook posts have titles. I think it's just a block of text. Yeah. And so it's, and then on top of that, you have two different ways of kind of um interacting with it as a user maybe that's just favoriting to indicate that like you like this or it's like up down voting so that there's like a dimensionality to it so you can spot kind of the spam in a system that much faster Mm -hmm. yeah so when it comes to like how we answer this problem i feel like one of the first things we're gonna have to figure out is Do we want to be more forum like with titles, descriptions and threaded content, or do we want to be more um, short form like Twitter, Instagram with individual posts kind of just replying to each other?
1: Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good separation. Well, the first question is, uh, would it be possible to have something in between or would that be a mess? Uh, and yeah, the second question would be if we go for either of these, what would be, I guess, the advantages and the way the content is consumed, I guess, uh, because I think there's like a generational gap maybe here as well. Uh, let me just stop uh, sharing this and maybe we can jump into Figma real soon. Uh, there's, uh, so to put it like uh, clearly the teens. Our favoriting, like short form content, which is TikTok, which is video content highly creator led uh, and uh, with a bit of entertainment to it, like the stuff. Uh, is it Dan Green uh, posts like uh, the, the YouTube reviews uh, and the? Uh, uh, the shores. They have an element of entertainment to them, so it's not just to review. Mm-hmm. Not just like I'm help helping you decide. I'm recommending this, and uh, the there is like that uh, entertainment factor, and it's short form. Uh, so I guess there's that, and there are the the longer. Uh, I guess uh, that would be you know people like uh, us who uh, consume. Long-form uh, content easier. Who can uh, read through uh, three, uh, like wow, well, or I don't know, uh, ten thousand-character review, and uh, they actually like favor that to get a clear image of uh, that uh, that book. So uh, I guess there's also you know question of do we go for both? Do we, uh, do we allow people to like do both? Do we allow people to write a lot? And do we also allow people to like write like three words, like on letterbox? Uh, I think they have a similar problem. So the the most successful reviews are like the three word reviews. They're like, I don't know, a movie review and someone says Mm -hmm. it's crap. And that's the most popular <laughs> reviews and someone who's reviewed that movie and like referenced like uh, ten like different like historical events and uh, uh talked through like the currents in film that uh, were like uh, they, they that's like uh, the less the least popular uh review uh I know some some people even like hate leatherbox for for that reason I mean not hate but uh, it annoys them um so. Yeah. And I guess the controversy factor is at play here because people like short, witty, like very controversial uh, conversations.
0: Yeah. And yeah, it could be like maybe parts of the site use one type of conversation. Parts of the site use the other. Like, you know, when you're writing a review, you don't need to have a a set limit you don't need to have a title it's just it's just a review but or mm-hmm. when you're updating your progress on a book you know you're saying like oh i'm now 50 percent in Here are some notes like on where i am now like oh i can't believe this happened or like i'm really looking for i'm really wondering how this is going to end and that doesn't feel like it needs like a full title but if you're mm-hmm. like asking a question about a book and it's like it's almost like a book club it's like the start of yeah. a book club discussion about like a topic that feels more mm-hmm. like a reddit part so it's it, it yeah it's almost seeming like different parts of the site will have different like uh yeah some of them will be form based some of them could be that yeah it's like which one do we start with do we try to figure <laughs> out how to include them both in some way
1: i think there's a way to uh basically leave it up to people and see what uh where where is lands uh, I guess uh, let me quickly share uh, what I was working on to yeah get get an idea I think I we have the same instincts uh, <laughs> regarding this so uh, these are the old uh, layouts that we did uh, a lot of time ago when we were talking about discussion. So uh, these were pretty uh, good for that, uh, that time because uh, uh, they kind of function like Twitter, every discussion had like a root. So uh, if uh, this uh, reply had replies, you could uh, tap on the reply and it would uh, go to, it would become the, root reply that would have its own replies and replies to replies. So that's kind of like how the conversation works on Twitter. And that's very smart. I think like uh, that sprawling uh, uh, aspect of the conversation is covered by the way, you know, you can like dig into a conversation and go on a, a thread like as deep as, as you want. So based on this, I was thinking, okay, if we, um, have discussions. Uh, is there a way to, yeah, basically what uh, you're talking about, Adam, uh, how can we like merge this type of um, long content? So let's say someone uh, really wants to uh, go the deep inside uh topic or a book uh, they're talking about, Final Empire, and uh, yeah. Uh, they're talking about this. They're not mentioning where they are in the book. They're not mentioning, they just talk about the book um, and people reply and they maybe tag other books and the uh, author replies to the replies and someone adds a list they, they shared it to and you get a little preview of the list uh, <laughs> over here. Uh, maybe that would work. I was also trying to figure out, uh, like, uh, this, a post. uh, what type of content does a post have? So this is kind of like, I guess like that, Jason, uh, you were uh, talking about the, the file, uh, of course, you know, in very like rough, simple, simplified form, but a post could have like written content. It could have like a media. It could have tagged books, tagged users, tagged authors, and the timestamp. Uh, A reply could maybe have all of those, but maybe not media. So we could limit that. Uh, I was thinking that, okay, so this is one kind of post. I was trying to think what other kinds of posts people could make. So maybe it's uh, updates when you're reading something and you mentioned the page you're on and who's replying also you can also see the uh, page there on and uh, you can, uh, this is sort of like the day sync book club idea we were talking about. You can see that this person is reading this book. They're at page 233 and they made the notes basically at that point. Uh, you are reading the same book and you're on page two hundred and twenty-three, so ten pages. Uh, yeah, ten pages like uh, uh, before that, and you wanna just tell them something, or let's say you're like further along because you don't want to see any spoilers. You click. You <laughs> mentioned that you don't want to see spoilers, so maybe you could see this as. Uh, if it had spoilers, you could just have it blurred <laughs> um, and you can reveal it. Um, but yeah, let's say you're in front and you reply to this person and uh, immediately you are you found someone who's reading the same book and you reply, you strike a conversation over here. I experimented with like that thing we were talking about, like, like dislike, thumbs up, thumbs down, um, then uh, if a post contains media let's say you know you upload the picture you're at the library and uh, you also want to like uh, tag the book so it's mm-hmm. either you tag a book and it appears like this and, or you tag like many books and we could use the list or like that uh, component uh, uh, that uh, you were working on to like list all the tag books yeah. and Maybe the replies could, I I tried to figure out, you know, if we have hearts uh, that's like sort of push up like a comment, sort of like the Reddit karma, or if it's like a score like the karma. So yeah, I experimented a bit with the layout. And then like someone wants to post a TikTok, Review and it mention it would mention maybe they when they post it they can select okay this is a review so this is one the video review and you post the media link you would post some texts and you would tag the book and uh, you'd get replies on that uh, or this is like just another layout I was playing around maybe you can see the book first and then the review. Um, but, yeah, I think it's like <laughs> most of the stuff we cover, so I'm really glad you know, uh, I think it's sort of like crystallizing in a direction, I guess, um,
0: yeah, yeah, I like, yeah, I like a lot of a lot of this for sure, and I think uh. I think in my mind, I'm trying to figure out, like, what is, like, the user flow that, like, is leading them to to post this? Like, where are they? So, they're, like, they've been reading this book. They're, like, oh, I really need to talk about this book. So, they open mm-hmm. up hardcover, and they, in this case, they could either, like, go to the book page and, like, start a new discussion on the, mm-hmm. about that book from there, or it could be from somewhere else. Like they're just creating a general kind of like a tweet, you know, a general post yes. mm-hmm. and then tagging it. So it, it kind of makes me wonder like of those two directions, um, like how many people would prefer having like a free, like, like an open, open world, it's almost like open world exploration versus like guided mm-hmm. exploration. It's like, do, oh, do yeah. you just want to give people a place to post and then have, have it organized based on what people talk about, which is kind of like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, or do you give them a home for their content like the book page or that's kind of like Reddit or something like that where you like are guiding people there to start their discussions there? Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's, that's really good. I think uh, some people might prefer the first, other people might prefer the second. Uh, I guess on higher cover, we are seeing both of those types of people. There are people who wouldn't like, there are people who uh, don't find any particular interest in the feed maybe, and they're not there for socializing, they're there for book tracking, but there are people who like are there for uh, the social aspect of it, which is really tied to the discovery aspect. So that would be important. Um, I think uh, it should go in both places. So the way I was uh, thinking about it, maybe, you know, this is uh, um, a bit too much, but the fact that we have the feed and we have the book page, I think that's an opportunity for us to show uh, these uh, discussions in both places but I'm wondering what form would it take? Because uh, if I saw a feed like this, it would be great, you know, have people in my network, uh, have things, uh, have discussions pop up, which I recommended because I read a certain book or I read a certain genre. Um, So that would really contribute to book discovery. Um, I'm thinking if a book, Let's say, let's uh, like simplify it. If, uh, For instance, you have this post and you just post it through a general like posting uh, mechanism. You would just like click a button and uh, you'd have something like this. I haven't gotten into that, uh, but definitely doable. You'd have something like this where you'd uh, write a post and you'd uh, tag a book. Uh, you tag this book. This conversation would appear in the feed, but because this book is tagged, it would also appear on the discussions tab on the book page. So, uh, because this person is talking about uh, this book, it would appear there as well. Uh, mm, I guess my question is what happens to these replies? So, if someone um, mentions this book, In the replies, um, would that appear on this book's page, or can we make it so that only like high level posts, not replies, like appear? So only a post originating that only mentions that book appears on the book page, the rest are discussions, you know, general ones. Um, yeah, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah. If it were to appear on, like, the discussions tab, we could have, um, I'm thinking we would probably want, like, a title for it, too, because at that Mm. point, if it were, if it were on that discussions tab, then it would, like, if we only showed, like, the first sentence of it, that might not be a good indicator of, like, what the post is about. So maybe... Like I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm leaning towards having titles for for things, but, but not for every type of post. Maybe it's like you know, depending on the type of post, and to be determined. Like if it's a progress update, it doesn't need yeah. a, a title. What if it's
1: optional? I mean, I see reviews needing a title. Uh, I see like lots of. Uh, you could like, uh, because yeah, what 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 you are talking about that, you know, you need to have like a glimpse of uh, what the review or what the post is about uh, without having to uh, read it. I, I think I titles are were definitely like the next screen I was going to uh, explore. Um, a review would like highly benefit from a title or at least like an excerpt. So yeah. here you would... Uh, uh, write like the short form version and here you would like really dig into the details. I was even thinking, you know, you could separate this in multiple posts. So if you had like a really like uh, 10,000 character review, like a ton of text, uh, maybe you could do like you do on, on Twitter. You could like split it into tweets. You could talk about like a, a reply could be a review of a certain chapter or number of chapters. Another reply could be covering other chapters. But yeah, definitely. Um, the, the question here is, uh, because we want to make it simple for, uh, for people to uh, do everything through a single flow. So I wouldn't separate like, uh a flow for a certain type of post from a flow uh, for another type of post I'd do it in the in the same in, in the same place from a experience perspective I guess um, I,
0: I, I could see it almost like if you if you created a new post from like the book page, it would it would be this same screen but it would prepopulate it with certain things like it would pre-populate it with like the book you're talking about and things like that. That way it's it's like it could still be the same creation screen but it has like different things pre-filled based on how you got there.
1: Oh yeah that's that's great. yeah basically have the things that are uh, yeah needed when you are basically on the let's say you're on the book page for the final empire when you post something from that book page you would basically get this uh tagged booked and it would be a post that would need a title uh whereas if you were just making a post so i was trying to think of um you know, uh, what uh, types of uh, things uh, would uh, people uh, talk about? And uh, this is a list we can all uh, update and contribute to. But uh, one of the, uh, yeah, posts that I think would be, like, pretty neat, and uh, I was going to, like, do a mock-up for each of these, like, if you have, like, a lifestyle post or... Um, just like maybe an opinion on an author or uh, a discussion about the book industry. So you don't even, even mention any book.
0: Like a link to another site with commentary.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, all of these, I think it should be the, I, I, you would be able, you should be able to do all of these to have that like, sprawling conversation, um, because we we don't know, you know, what people might might, might post about. And that's a good thing. Uh, But uh, I guess we should, like, allow them to make posts that are, like, without a title, without, they're not titles, they're not book updates. Maybe someone uh, just wants to ask how is everybody doing? And they want to share that with the network or what's everybody reading? And they would have people um, like mention what uh, they're reading. Or this is a thing that I just remembered and it was like one of the uh, best things that was happening on forums, like user created stories. So uh, you had these rules where you would uh, continue what the previous reply uh mm-hmm. was saying so someone <laughs> would uh, write a paragraph and you would write the next paragraph and uh, you would come up with a uh, generated story at the end and these stories were were so fun i just remember <laughs> that when i read that article and they mentioned the uh, forum uh, and blog era. That was like one of the best things that happened. Those stories were amazing. So uh, I wanna see if these stories, if this stuff like happens. So if you would just write, uh, continue the story and you know, someone was going to the market or whatever, or my dog climbed in a tree or whatever. uh, And you know, just to like, harness like the creativity which we don't like uh anticipate i guess
0: yeah give people a a place to play and have fun (laughs) be creative yeah
1: yeah exactly yeah yeah Uh, facilitate that fun so we're not like mandating we are allowing things to be like very organized and uh you know i'm guessing this would be like very hard to implement so maybe we could MVP it, maybe we could like only make the first type of posts, maybe something like this, you would only be able to tag one book and you'd have a title and you'd have this and start from that. But uh, yeah, eventually, uh, I, I think at least in design, we should cover like the whole span of whatever we think could be possible and make it as flexible. So yeah, we allow that uh, creativity for Uh, for people, especially now that our app works very well. So I was thinking in places like this, you would maybe even on mobile, you would uh, just tap this and you'd maybe get the, um, book drawer and you could Mm -hmm. see the book info and like Mm -hmm. add that book to your want to read and do all the things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think a next good step could be uh discussing this prototype with users and just getting their take on it because if we uh like if they see this and they love it and that's a good indication that we're in, going in the right direction. If they see it and they're like, "Oh, I I really wanted X," then we know like, "Oh, <laughs> we're missing something." Yeah. yeah. and then then yeah, we can that's very good. Iterate on that. Um, Yeah, that's
1: perfect. I think once uh, I have a couple of more mockups for like these, I think these are like the, like tough things. So updates, uh, reviews, mixed media reviews, and this kind of stuff. I think this is like the hard stuff, which is pretty much out of the way. So I can make some like fun ones, like just like updates. What a, uh,
0: What I think would be really cool to see is, like, a, a prototype that that does, like, um, from, like, you, you open the app, and it's fam- familiar at that point, and then where you go from there to get to posting a discussion and having one completed. So it's, like, it's kind of like the, the the user flow of posting your first discussion and what that would look like to see if that mm-hmm. kind of matches what people's expectation would be. And then maybe oh, another yeah. one of like reading someone else's discussion that they've already created. Yes. Cause sometimes if you just show them something like this, I worry that they're going to be like, okay, where am I? How did I get yeah, here? Where
1: do I get? Yeah, definitely. I'm going to put all of these. So this would definitely be on the book page. Uh, so under discussions, you would have like all the discussions from that book. And that would be like really interesting to see. And maybe that would answer my question, like uh, do replies appear on the book page or yeah, what what do we actually like put over there? What's interesting is that on the book page, we'd also be able, uh, sorry, if I'm shifting, I'll try to move like a little bit slower for everybody (laughs) watching. Um, On the book page, you would have, where is it? Oh yeah, the filters and the sorting. So uh the discussions would be similar. The only thing you'd be able to do over here is like sort them according to uh whatever criteria we wanna use, filter them, uh yeah, and do all that. I think we had like a place where those were active, the, the, the filters. I'm trying to see where <laughs> I think, is it
0: this one? Yeah. I, I hit it when I was a uh, um just, okay. uh... ah here we go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, this is the one. So you'd be able to like do all of these uh from the book page, but in the feed it would just like be that exciting like sprawling conversation like that goes like everywhere and yeah. Um that's like for people who want to go on the feed but you could like just spend your time here or like just tracking books and that would be okay i mean we have that already uh you wouldn't like you just wouldn't like access the feed which some people might do but if that feed is interesting i think the most like uh, social network averse readers on hardcover, I think if we nail it, I think that would also be attractive to uh, those like really uh, the people who would say if you ask them, oh no, I'm not interested in that part. If they would see like some really good posts that would make them laugh, would make them like be <laughs> uh,
0: yeah My, I think my my biggest worry with discussions is that we go the route of like we go too much on the twitter threads blue sky route where it's like lots of little little posts as opposed to like meaningful posts and how we how we encourage like meaningful discussion about the book like like you know this post right here that that's the mock-up like that's the kind of like the content that i want to see people like doing it's like ones that's um important to them it's it's not just. It, they're not posting because they want attention. They're po- they're posting yeah. because they want to discuss the book, and how we get people to do that, how we get people to want to engage around the book, and not for their own personal, like, social clout. I feel like that's yeah. kind of an important solution we have to figure out. Which, I feel like, you know, threads and Instagram or threads and blue sky haven't figured out. It's really just. Mm-hmm. It feels like just yeah. posting for attention right now. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. I guess, you know, uh, I think uh, why many people would want something about books and, you know, the author of that article, for for example, uh, is because you'd have that reference point. So you would be talking about a book. Uh, you wouldn't be, if you're on a social network, I mean, you're only going to talk about yourself and things that are related to you, but here it's about books. It's about that book. It's about, yeah, like you said, meaningful discussions. So I'm guessing also the way we roll these out. So at first, you know, we could have only this type of post possible so that we encourage and sort of like seed the discussions with like meaningful um, contributions. And then depending on where this goes, maybe we get into, I was even thinking that media content would only be able to um, be a feature that uh, is available to supporters. So like this is the minimize support supporters badge. And uh, that's only people who like wanna build the following and post meaningful updates via video or like uh, meaningful imagery and that kind of stuff. But our supporters are allowed to, to to post that, so I guess it's like uh, also a problem of uh, not only us deciding what posts to allow and when. I mean, this could be like the final like vision for the whole thing. Uh, that you know would allow someone to, but you are totally right that we need the right kind of content especially at first so
0: yeah
1: maybe we can see that with yeah. yeah
0: maybe uh like uh tomorrow i'm sending out the like the newsletter for the month for like august maybe in a section for there i can have people sign up for um time with me to do for, for me to interview people about discussions and yeah i can like start showing them some of these prototypes just kind of really digging into what they want mm-hmm. um, just kind of just increase our Number of people we've heard from about discussions, and really try to dig into like what what problem they want solved by discussions, and then oh yeah, make, just make sure we're really hammering that.
1: Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it should like cover uh, like the things people people expect. I'm also thinking, you know. Uh, being as diverse as possible in that, uh, in that research, meaning, yeah. you know, getting all kinds of readers. Uh, but once I, I think I'll finish up the mock-ups by tomorrow and yeah, people can sign up, sign up people. And yeah, let's talk about these. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be like all the social networks right now are broken. if you manage to like make one, that's actually, uh, nice to use and is not like focused on vanity like threads or on <laughs> crypto top like blue sky or on whatever but actually focused on books there's like millions of people who would like be in that target audience so yeah i'm uh, i'm pretty yeah. pretty excited about you know the the possibilities of uh, yeah. discussions
0: yeah, yeah I, f- I feel like there's so many like Book-related things that we can have discussions about too, kind of like your list list says. You know, there's the yeah. book, the author, there's the genre, um, there's characters in the book, that there's a uh, just links to other sites, kind of like you know, Reddit for books. But even under that category, there's links to reviews versus links to articles about the book industry. So it's like there's a lot of just like things people talk about. And we're trying to organize that into a way that people want to talk about each of them. (laughs) But it also means figuring out which ones people want to talk about most, like of all of those things, like what's the number one thing people want to talk about. And it might be, it might be links to other sites. It might be um, the book that they're currently reading. They want to talk about with, with other people. It might be um, something else might be author updates from authors. But yeah, it's, understanding and prioritizing all those things that people want to talk about and figuring it out. <laughs> but it's a fun problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a really fun problem. And I think the way we structured everything kind of like builds, uh, makes our job not easy because nothing about hardcover has been easy as we found out, but, uh, I think it's solvable and it's solvable like, uh, without, uh, if we're, uh, if we're gathering all this intel, all this info and uh, systemizing it in a way, I think we can like find a way to easily like uh, uh, account for all of those like little uh, uh, possibilities or like a lot of possi. There are a lot of possibilities. So yeah, all those possibilities (laughs) uh, that mirror the possibilities and make it so that. You have a central point of reference, like the book page, which is like, and actually, like that that mesh. So it's a book page, authors, readers, all of that. Yeah, that's interesting. That'll I think fun. that's enough. For... So <laughs> <It's a, laughs> excited good, over there. It's yeah. a good stopping point.
0: <laughs> I'll uh, I'll yeah. work on that that uh, uh discussion guide, um and probably. I'll probably send out the email for people to sign up for time with me starting next week. If you think that's enough time to have like a good, um, oh yeah, a good place for prototype, it's gonna
1: be done by tomorrow or Wednesday. Let's see.
0: Yeah. Cool. I'll uh, I'll start my count. I'll start allowing people to sign up for time with me on Monday, and I'll invite you to any of those, uh, um, those uh, meetings. That way, if yeah. you want to join, Travel. watch, ask yeah. questions, any any part of it.
1: Perfect. That sounds great. Well wow. sweet. This was a fun chat.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well wait. I will talk to you next week and I look forward to uh, yeah. I look forward to talking to some other people about this. Like we've been talking about this so much with just ourselves. I I'm always I'm always wondering like once we start like actually talking about it with other people and showing them what parts they get excited about it. And then yeah. that like sparks even more excitement.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Great. Well, see you later, everybody. See you next week.
0: See you next week. (laughs) Bye.